What? I apologize, Miss Snee. This was arranged by your father. I had assumed you knew. Her father? Of course. It would be just like him not to tell her. The man before her bowed deeply, clearly uncomfortable with her irony. Perhaps he feared for his job, his livelihood and family. She hated it. It's not a problem. Her shoulders relaxed as a mask of simple indifference slipped across her features. I was simply caught off guard by it. If you'll see to delaying my guests for a few minutes so I can prepare? Of course, Miss Snee. Pure relief. It dropped from him in waves. Was this the culture of fear within the SDC? Something her father had drilled into his employees? Or worse? Was it her? I do apologize once more, Miss Snee. The door closed before she could tell him it wasn't his fault. If he had ever heard it. She wondered if he would believe her words. Ignore it. You'll be a beacon in a week anyway. That would give her the chance she needed. The opportunity to show who she was and what she could achieve away from Atlas and the long arm of her family. Her face tilted to one side as she inspected herself in the mirror. Before looking at the other. Her scar stood out still. The ugly mar visible no matter what powder she might put over it. A frown pulled across her lips before she could catch it. One finger coming up to trace the damaged skin. It could have been worse. At least she still had both eyes. There was a soft knock on the door, followed by two more. Light blue eyes widened as she quickly snapped her attention back to the present, smothering out her white clothes as she finished her inspection. Her throat was sore. She looked a little tired, but it would do. The frown was torn from her face, replaced with a genie smile as she parietted to face the closed doors. Come in. This is Mr. Jean-Arc, the man before him introduced. The winner was a young man, probably close to her own age, though certainly much taller. Coarse blonde hair and blue eyes, set in a face that looked almost bored. She had to resist the urge to scrunch her nose a little at his clothes, though. Adequate they were. They were hardly fashionable. And he wore them poorly, as though clearly unused to a suit in any way. Certainly, she wouldn't have bumped into him at any of her father's dinner parties. But then again, that wasn't saying much. He was fortunate enough to win the contest for a meeting with yourself, Missney. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Please. Wait outside. Really now? He'd already explained this to her before. Did he think her stupid? That her hard-earned success and skill was nothing more than the bumbling talent of an empty-headed child? Outside? Miss Snee. Perhaps you should not be alone with an unknown man like this. She wanted to slap a hand into her face. Had he honestly just insinuated such a thing about a person who was right next to him? Even if he did look scruffy and a little below her station, that hardly warranted an immediate accusation that he might take advantage of her. This was exactly how the poor reputation of the Snee family had come about. The boy's dark eyes narrowed. I'm sure someone about to enter Beacon would be able to handle a civilian, he said. She made sure to keep her smoke hidden at his irritation. Though, she was impressed with his confidence to speak up. 
Most fans who met her tended to bumble around gushing about how wonderful the experience was. Insults tended to wash over them, so in awe they were. I would prefer it if you didn't insult those who come to see one of my concerts. Rest assured, if something unpleasant does happen, I will be able to handle it better than you or my guards could. Winter probably didn't have to go through this. The man hesitated still, before no doubt deciding it wasn't worth sticking his neck out for. With a quick bow, he backed out of the room, slowly closing the door behind him. She desperately wished she could just sit down and relax, especially after such a draining performance. But instead, she smiled at the teen before her. Well, congratulations are in order for winning the competition. A pleasure to meet you. Jean, was it? Hmm. He nodded and leaned back against the nearby wall. I didn't even realize there was a competition. That makes two of us. So, normally it was they who did most of the talking. Her barely able to squeeze a word in edgeways. She never knew what to say to those shy ones who didn't speak. Then again, he didn't look like he was shy around her at all. He was completely at ease. What brought you to come see my concert? Family. I had a small accident recently that I recovered from. I think this was supposed to be my parents' way of celebrating things working out. A small accident? That sounded a bit off. Tickets to her concert were expensive at the best of times. And who would reward someone for something insignificant? More likely he came out of a small kind of accident or surgery. Something his survival hadn't been a certain factor on. Either way, it wasn't any business of hers. All she needed to do was remain polite and entertain him for ten minutes or so. Then send him off with an autograph or something. If he was another weirdo that requested a kiss, she would have to stab him. I'm glad to hear things worked out. Are your family here? Yeah, all ten of us. Some of the surprise she felt at that number must have shown on her face, for the boy let out a short laugh. I have a lot of sisters. He... certainly did. Weiss didn't know how to imagine having more than one winter. It would be a nightmare. Still, though, he didn't offer any real avenue for a conversation. She thought he would leap at the chance to talk about his family to her. But instead, he went silent after saying just enough to answer all her questions. Don't you have anything you wanted to ask of me? She finally asked. It's not like you get to meet me every day after all. There was a flicker of something in his eyes. Amusement, perhaps. I guess not. I suppose. Why did you decide to give up this career to become a huntress? That's none of your business. She snapped back. Before she could even think about it. A second later, she worked to wipe that frown from her face. Before he could notice it. Damn. But that had been a constant question back home. Why did he have to ask that specifically? I apologize. It's fine. It's not really any of my business. I was just curious. Her eyes narrowed at him, looking for any doubt. But it honestly seemed like he wasn't bothered by her response. In fact, she dared to say he looked pleased. Again. A faint glimmer of amusement. 
that was a far cry from how most reacted to her temper. I am sorry though, it's somewhat of a personal question. Then don't answer it. What's your favourite instrument? Uh, um, piano? I like the piano more than anything. Hmm. Piano music is good. I play the guitar myself. But, I'd have liked to learn if we had one back home. She appreciated the swift change in topic, even if she hadn't prepared for it. Most would have tried to dig deeper, especially after winning an apology from her. You play music then? Is that why your parents brought you here? Yep. My goal was to travel remnant as a musician. My parents thought this would be a good experience for me. I don't really intend to get as big as you though. This is all a little too much for me. Not everyone wants to be the best, she said. She always had. She was a snee, and so needed to excel in everything she did. She relished in it too. But she knew not everyone else held the same ideas. So you want to play in a band, or...? The conversation was safe. Easy. Just the way she wanted it. It allowed her time to switch off and rest without worrying about keeping up her mask. Maybe he was doing that deliberately. Maybe he was just indifferent. He didn't act like one of her usual fans. So perhaps he honestly didn't care. Her music wasn't for everyone. Thank the heaven she hadn't gone on another excitable twat. Or worse. Some man fries her age who descended to the mental age of a child upon seeing her. I'm thinking more along the lines of a wandering minstrel. I want to travel light between the kingdoms and stay where I can, earn my keep with my skills before moving on. Well, that's... Whimsical, silly, unreliable, an interesting choice. You didn't really agree to an interview with someone, did you? He said, with a small grin on his face. What do you mean? You're here, are you not? The question surprised her, more because he managed to notice than anything else. She was certain she hiddened her frustration well enough, bar that one slip earlier. You don't have to if you don't want to, he shrugged. I didn't actually sign up to win anything, so I'm not fussed either way. How about we say you did and call it here? It sounded too good to be true. A typical trap laid by reporters and journalists who wanted to see her falter. Except that he didn't look like either. It would be nice to not have to waste time. She had enough to think about with Beacon upcoming. Not to mention she desperately wanted a shower after being out on the stage beneath so many spotlights. It had been unbearably hot. If you are certain? She said slowly, looking for any reaction. He just shrugged. I am. It was nice to meet you. And good luck with Beacon and everything. You too, Jean. Good luck with your music. Maybe one day I'll get to hear you play. He had that amused look in his eyes again, but there was no comment as he nodded and moved away, letting himself out of her dressing room. It wasn't until the door clicked shut and she heard multiple footsteps moving away that she finally allowed herself to relax. With a long sigh, she flopped down into her seat before the mirror letting the polite smile fade. What a strange guy. Okay, that hadn't gone too badly. Nothing had come up about Beacon and him. He avoided any traps that might have led to a reaction from her. He would become another face in the crowd for her. 
Maybe I overacted before. That there was nothing that could have landed me on Beacon. Other than me suddenly rediscovering my old crush and throwing myself beneath the bus for her. It had been weird to see the girl wearing that mask. She certainly had little use for it at Beacon. Oh, he's seen it once or twice. Usually when she was trying to talk to teachers or get out of trouble. Most of the time she was the snappy girl he'd seen small glimpses of back there. Maybe one day I'll get to hear you play. <laughs> Hadn't he tried to play the guitar for her once? He could just about remember the look on her face as she slammed the door shut. Okay, well, his sisters would kill him if they realized he pretty much turned down an interview with Y. Schnee because he didn't care. But other than that, it had gone pretty well. The tension was just about slipping away from him. The fear that had built up inside him draining out. And there was nothing to worry about. How would a raffle win to meet her forced him into Beacon anyway? It was just Veil, getting to him as it had done earlier. No need to read into fit. Ugh! Something collided with him. Falling to the floor, Jean struggled for another step or two, but managed to avoid collapsing atop the poor soul. With a nervous laugh, he held one hand out. Sorry about that. I wasn't watching where I was going. No problem. I suppose I too was lost in thought. Panic gripped his heart. Nope! His hand shot back. Feet carrying him past the down corner as though she might rear up and attack him. Every nerve in his body cried out in a desire to be anywhere other than where he was. That he had to run. What? Hera sounded surprised. Still sat on her rear with one hand held up to accept his aid. Blue eyes scrunched shut as he broke into a jog. Anything to get away. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. It was official. No way. Not a chance in hell. This couldn't be an accident. All of this together? It was impossible. Not this time, fate. I won't be your damn slave. A flash of green ahead of him had him cursing. The blonde ducking into a shaded alcove as Ospen and Miss Goodwitch walked by. Always on the lookout, Galinda. Besides, if my eyes didn't deceive me, it's not just the boy who had some training. The oldest daughter carries herself with the confidence of someone who knows how to fight. The two passed by. Yet, he still gave it another minute before he crept out of the alcove. Sapphire? She would be torn apart at Beacon. No, he wouldn't let it happen. She was too old to go and didn't even have her aura unlocked. Ospen might want him. Might just want an arc. But that didn't mean he would get one. Dad would be on my side and stopping him. We just need to get away from Vale. He just needed to avoid bumping into anyone else from Beacon. Whatever was causing this couldn't force him to go. All of this. It was just temptation. Trying to convince him. I've already made up my mind. Jean whispered as he approached his family. I'm not going. And that's final. I don't care what happens. He wouldn't be a toy. This is a short chapter. I am sorry it's taken me so long to get another one out. I've been very busy with real life. But I plan to do another one relatively soon to make up for it. I I just love this story, so it's never going to get abandoned if anyone's worried about that. 
I'm not the person to, well, give up. But anyway, if you like it, you know what they say, like and subscribe, leave a comment. As always, it helps the channel out. <laughs> it's what everyone says, but it's up to you what you decide to do. But hey, have a good day.